0: what's up guys um stefano here today we're looking at the 11 uh yeah 11 to dynamite november 2nd i don't know where to start because this is probably the worst dynamite i have ever seen the worst dynamite that would probably ever exist it was oh man they had a a decent card, nothing over the top, but this opening match should have been uh, a banger, according to Sheamus. Um It was Jay Lethal versus Darby Allen. Uh, Darby comes out first, um, and then Jay Lethal's coming from the ramp, and Darby Allen decides to attack Lethal on the ramp. It uh, doesn't work. He gets thrown into the steps, into the apron, and over the the uh, ringside table. Um. And the the ending of this match really, really ruined the show. Um. So last week or a couple weeks ago, Jay Lethal was saying how he knew Darby Allen's weakness. Um. And a little beginning of the match, maybe a minute into the match, uh, Sanjay and the big giant, I forgot his name, the one in the he they they, they come to the ringside and they support Jay Lethal. And towards the end, uh, Darby Allen went to do a suicide dive uh, onto Jay Lethal, but the giant Oh, Satnam Singh, that's his name. Satnam Singh was there, and Darby Allen pretty much bounced off of him, which is funny to see. Then uh, the referee threw them both out, or temporarily, I guess. Because while the referee was dealing with Sanjay and Satnam, a guy wearing uh, Sting's trench coat, uh, has Sting's bat, and has Sting's mask um, was there, and, he, I believe he hit Darby Allen once in the stomach with the bat, rolled Darby Allen back into the ring, Jay Lethal Hate, Lethal Ejection, and pins Darby Allen, Darby Allen, one, two, three, um, then after, uh, I believe they were, they were talking, no, 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 sorry, sorry. They were saying how uh, Darby's weakness was people he loved, so it was Sting. Um, and then Sting's music hit. I might get this out of order. I apologize. But Sting's. No, I lied. Uh, the person underneath the mask was Cole Carter, I believe. He was on NXT with the fake Italian guy, uh, D'Angelo. Um, I believe he got released for a drug test, I believe. Uh, the, proud, the, the, the crowd was dead. They revealed him, and there was no reaction. <laughs> which is really, which shows where this is going as a storyline. Um, then Sting's music hits, and of course the fans go crazy, because who doesn't love good old Sting? Um... Sanjay Cole Lethal and Satnam no, were all looking at the ramp for stink, and then a guy in a cowboy hat and a trench coat, I guess, wearing all black with the guitar is behind Darby Allen. Lord and behold, it is Jeff Jarrett for some reason. Um, he hits Darby in the head with the guitar um and he cuts a a promo about like how this company is going downhill and the fans were just sitting on their hands the entire segment it was i popped for jeff jarrett um but that was it his promo was okay apparently he has his own tna theme back um but yeah, that was just a, a flop of a segment. A flop of a match. A match that should. The first match was good. Um, it ended in a silly way as well, but. This was worse than the first match, the way it ended. Um, Then after that, there's a. Com- it went to commercial. And like last week, there was the commercial where. I'm not sure if it's a commercial or promo video. Where. Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and Hangman Adam Page were all like disappearing into nowhere. Um, and then AEW logo burned away. Now this week, the review, it was like a, an editing. They were looking at um, the Elite winning tag, the, the trios titles, and blah, 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 blah. And it, it's pretty much confirming they're coming back because on their Twitter, a W tagged Young Bucks and Omega with the I emoji. So they're pretty much like on the way back. I wouldn't be shocked if Kenny Omega gets injected into the uh, tournament for full year for the AEW title. Would not be shocked if that happens. Um, and after that, it was Mox versus Lee Moriarty of the firm. An okay match. Um it you know it was Lee more it's just it's a it's a Moxley match. He does a few chops, they do a few chops back and forth, they do a few dives. Moriarty was okay in this match. Um I think the stipulation was if Lee wins, he gets a a shot at the title, which is stupid, but it is what it is. Um Ethan Page was on commentary the entire time. And uh after Mox won the match, he ran to the ring and just kicked Moxley in the face and that was it. And that's how the the segment ended. And it just went to the next thing. Was it a commercial? Um oh and the most exciting thing <laughs> of the match, um I believe Lamar Johnson uh Jackson, sorry, was I went to the bathroom and the fans were cheering and going crazy because they saw him. Uh, That was pretty much the only time where it started reacting and cheering which is during that match at least. Uh, Then it was supposed to be a backstage segment with Soraya, Soraya, aka Paige, and Renee Young. It was supposed to be with Britt Baker but she didn't show up blah 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 blah. (coughs) Oh my god. And She just pretty much said the same thing. She said, the past couple times she's on TV, how she's gonna revolutionize the women's division, Um, and then Renee asks uh, Soraya, "Are you medically cleared to wrestle?" And Soraya kind of like stops and like pretends to be sad, I guess, and she says, "I was gonna say that this week, but I'm waiting for one more doctor." Uh, to check on me and I'll make the announcement next week now I'm not sure that's an actual thing whether she was cleared and then one more doctor said you're not really cleared or this is just a whole storyline but I assume we're gonna get Soraya versus Britt Baker at full gear uh, if she's medically cleared at that so that's what I think it's gonna be the outcome of this match of this um, angle Thuraya versus Britt at full gear. Uh, then it showed Lamar Jackson on the screen. Um, and then a backstage segment with Tony Schiavone and William Regal. Um, and Regal was saying how Max isn't going to be Mox if he doesn't cheat essentially is what he was saying um speculation is either the entire Blackpool combat club turns and joins mjf as a as a heel um i I don't I don't think mjf is going babyface I think he's he's pulling us in to believe that he's gonna turn babyface and then uh it's gonna be a false turn, I guess you can say, I feel like Regal, is going to turn on Moxley, and, um, is going to turn on Moxley, and join MJF, I also believe, that Regal is probably, going to be the reason, why MJF wins, I feel like Regal's got to give him, um, the brass knuckles, or, the ring, or something to knock out Moxley with, and the pin Moxley one two three that's what I think is gonna happen at full gear. Um. Then. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I'm looking at photos here. Then it was Daddy Ass's birthday. You gotta love it. You gotta love this segment. Um. They give they gave Daddy Ass giant foam. Uh. Hands that were in shape of scissors, so you can scissor because his hands had been uh broken by swerve on rampage last week. Um, <laughs> this is a great segment. Uh, and they gave him a trophy that says, uh, number one daddy, number one dad, but a horrible marker. They put D and Y and it said daddy, which was Mwah. um. But they mentioned G-Generation X here, uh, kind of. Um, they said that they had two people, two guests coming, but they bailed last second. And then they said, and the others were upset, he we didn't show up to the reunion. And the fans went crazy. Um, and I'm not sure if they, they took it off camera, because it was offensive, or WWE has a trademark, but I'm pretty sure they didn't. The suck it thing. Um, and the fans went crazy for that. And he was smiling. He's having a great time, Billy Gunn. He deserves this. Uh he's not getting a title run, obviously. He's not getting a title chance, but he deserves to like he's elevating young talent like this. And honestly, this would not be popular if it wasn't for Danhausen. Because Danhausen was the one who named um the gun club, the ass boys, and then Daddy Ass. And then Daddy Ass teamed up with the acclaimed. And then Scissor Me Daddy Ass, and then it escalated into oh scissor me daddy, then escalated to the acclaimed, winning the tag titles. So Yeah. Um last part of the segment was the last gift they had for him was adoption papers. <laughs> Uh, It was signed by both the acclaimed and all that had to be done was be signed by daddy ass and he was excited for it. Then the gun club come out. Um, The fans have seemed to fall out of favor of the gun club because usually when they come out, they would be screaming um, ass boys, but it was very quiet this time. The ass boys chant and he says, we weren't invited to your birthday party, but got you a gift and then he gets dropped by morrison morrissey uh and then the gun club beat up the acclaimed and then ftr's music hit the fans go crazy because who doesn't love ftr exactly everyone loves ftr just like everyone loves the acclaimed and the even the odds and then they pick up the tag titles and the fans are going crazy for this and they hand it back to the acclaimed and and full gear it's gonna be the acclaimed versus swerve in our glory for the tag titles but I don't think the acclaims reigns gonna last much longer I got a feeling they're gonna drop it to FTR sooner rather than later because they're clearly seeing how over they are. Um, or the elite come back and then win the title. The elite, the young young bucks screw FTR up a tag title, and then it was all their fans. But that's how that segment ended. Um, let's see. Then I went to a backstage segment with Tony Schiavone, Britt Baker, and Jamie Hayter. Where on Rampage, Britt said that she didn't want to go to their stupid little interview with Renee and Soraya. And for the first time in a while, Jamie Hayter cut a small promo, which is interesting because now it's probably going to be leading to a giant push. And I am looking forward to that because Jamie Hayter is what the women's division needs. As champion. Then they said that they won a tag title, Um, come on, not a tag title, sorry. Jamie and Britt are going to have a tag match on Rampage with a random opponent, so we'll get to see who that is. Watch it be Naomi and Sasha Banks, that'll be hilarious. Anyway, um, this is the part that completely turned me off Dynamite. This next segment, after this part, I just was not interested it ruined my mood it was so annoying to see so it was jericho versus any former ring of honor champion now he specified uh pure champion uh tag team champion he just specified any roh champion and there comes colt cabana And it pissed me off that Colt Cabana came out. Um, it just shows that this company is being run by the elite now, because he is not worthy to be fighting for the ROH title. Like it's just not; it's a joke at this point. The ROH title, Jericho made it a joke. Um, it's a disgrace. Obviously, wants to ruin the Ring of Honor title, but he's ruining it by going against Cole Cabana. Um, And Cole Cabana nearly breaks Jericho's, nearly breaks both their necks, going onto the top rope and then losing balance and falling onto the outside like an idiot, like he's 20. They're both overweight. They both can't be doing that. They're both not agile. They're both not 20. They can't just jump on the top rope and expecting to work. It's just, Jericho wins. I'm going to the next segment. I can't be bothered. Then it was Orange Cassidy, Luchasaurus, and was it Ray Phoenix? It wasn't Penta. It was Ray Phoenix, I believe. In a trios match for the All Atlantic title, I believe. And the winner gets their dream match on Rampage. Now. There seems to be a slight falling out in Death Triangle um which honestly is making more sense now because if the Elite do come back they're just going to take back the Trios title and that's it it's it's going to be that simple for them to get those tag those trio titles back if they just fall out with each other but he was telling Ray that in order to beat Orange City, you need to use the hammer um and Ray was like, "Yeah, I guess so," but blah, blah 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 blah. The match starts. Um, Orange Cassidy and Luchasaurus were on the ramp. Um, and Luchasaurus was gonna Um uh, choke slam Orange Cassidy onto the fireworks section where he choke slammed Jungle Boy or Jack Perry. And lo and behold, Jack Perry comes out with a chair and just starts. Beating the ever like everlasting shit out of Luchasaurus. Um, and then he pretty much cross. it. I'm not sure if it was a crossbody or a spear off the ramp through a table, through two tables. Um, and then Pack comes out with the hammer, gives it to Ray, oh, Phoenix, not Ray Mysterio, gives it to Phoenix. Phoenix goes into the ring. Goes onto the apron with the hammer and then throws it at Pac. Orange punch, one, two, three, and Orange Cassidy retains, and it gets a dream match on Rampage. Then Pac goes into the ring with the hammer and goes to beat up Orange Cassidy, and then Shibata music hits. And the place bloat like a place erupts and it comes out with Rocky Romero and the best friends now if you don't know a couple months prior Orange Cassidy versus Will Ospreay um Will Ospreay won that match and then proceeded to beat up Orange Cassidy after then Shibata comes out to Orange Cassidy's rescue um and they have a little like goofy moment after where Orange Cassidy puts the glasses on Shibata and does a thumbs up. Now on Rampage it comes full circle where Shibata will now go one on one with Orange Cassidy. Uh, I'm not sure if it's, if it's for the title though. Could be wrong. But I think it is for the all title and what a way. Imagine this to Shibata. That would be hilarious. That would be great. Um... Next segment was great. <laughs> Another great segment. In the back with Tony Giovanni was Swerve Strickland <laughs> and Rick Ross drinking champagne. Um, and they were talking and then Keith comes out and he was like, listen, Swerve, you... I saw you cheat to beat daddy ass. <laughs> and... <laughs> If you look all over wrestling Twitter, you'll you'll see it. Rick Ross goes, Accusations. That's false. But there's literally video footage of him doing it. Um, there's no accusations. There's literally video of Rick Ross. But, you know, you tried your best. He was gold. He wasn't over the top. He wasn't underselling it. He was, like, perfect for this segment. Um, and this, is a, this announced an eight-man tag on... So either on Rampage or Dynamite, I'm not fully sure, like I said, after this point I was turned off, after the Ban, I was turned off completely but it's Swervinger Glory and Gun Club versus the Acclaimed and FTR and an 8 man tag so, banger Uh, now here's where it gets interesting if you... If you're not on wrestling Twitter, I don't blame you. You're smart. Uh, they announced Jade Cargill versus Marina Shafir for the TBS title. And I believe his name is JD from New York said, oh, God, please. No. And this sparked everything. Uh, Jamie Hayter called him out. Not Jamie hater, Sorry. Jade Cargill called him out. Rick Baker, Rebel, Ty Conti, pretty much every AEW women roster member called them out saying that he's full of crap. And he, he was right. This match was not good. And I'm not sure. Again, I, I don't, I don't think it's the talent's fault because Jade. Jade and Marina can clearly work. Their promos need work, but they can both work in the ring. Um, it's just the way the matches are. Sloppy, slow, stop, start, outside the ring, and then Jay just pummels her opponent. But who saved this segment? Nilo Rose and Vicky Guerrero. They were on the ramp with the microphone, pretty much commentating over the entire match. Um, and just making funny comments, remarks, of what happened over the weeks. They pretty much saved this segment from being the absolute snooze fest that it was that it was as a match. Uh banala rose saved it. Um now this is where it also gets interesting. A vignette plays of the House of Black. And they were carrying somebody's body. Uh everyone was wearing like black robes. There was Julia Hart there. Um they they were in black robes and the got a white body bag and they were burying it putting it a water and there was freeze frames or like split second showings of I, I didn't see buddy matthew but julia hart was very uh out there in the promo and the in the package like she was seeing quite often then there was freeze frames or split seconds of malachi black And Brody King, now excuse me if I didn't see Buddy Matthews, but I didn't see Buddy Matthews. But Brody King and Malachi Black, so it means they're probably on their way back soon. Which is pretty big, because people thought for a while that Malachi got his release. Uh, And he came out saying that was all false. Never believed these news sources. And it, it, it turns out that he was right, that he is, looks like on his way back to Dynamite or AEW unless this is the last package they can use of him and he's the one being buried and he's the one being sent away um, we do not know until it happens but yeah that was an interesting segment interesting promo video then they announced only the second match on full gear which is I believe the, the 21st Um. Is it it the 19th, 20th, 19th, 20th? I don't know. They announced only the second match in a pay-per-view that's coming out in three weeks. Two, three weeks. It was Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm for the interim women's title. Now, here's where it gets tricky. Because clearly, people want to see Jamie become champ not tony storm they want to see jamie become champ but if you remember uh before thunder rosa was coming uh before she took this hiatus through i believe it was a back injury she broke jamie's hater nose and jamie hater was trying to find thunder rosa as thunder rosa was hiding in the bathroom now we don't know if they since talked about it they since resolved it they since um put that behind them and jamie just want to talk to thunder rosa um we don't know anything oh i don't i didn't see anything on twitter when it happened um but if there is still bad blood between jamie Hader and thunder rosa Jamie Hader can't win this title because then it leaves a giant problem for when Thunder Rosa comes back and has to defend the title because if they don't solve that problem then it's gonna end up being a shoot. Jamie Hader's gonna end up giving Thunder Rosa a receipt and probably just breaking her nose. So we all wanna see Jamie win, but the most reasonable outcome is gonna be Tony Storm. Um, I want I want to see Jamie win, but they're in a situation where Storm has to win because they've been trying to build up to Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa for a while. Um, and it was gonna happen, but then she got injured, and she, she didn't relinquish the title. She just gave it an interim, which is stupid because she's been off for a long, long time, and. There has to be a point where Tony has to realize that, like, he can't... He can't keep these interim titles for this long. Because it's just not an interim title at this point. Because... I, I, I think... is not Thunder Rosa have a title almost longer than Rosa, I believe? I'm not sure. But... Yeah, that's not a good thing. Uh, and then... Main event. Main event time. Which is. Makes sense. But came out of nowhere. It was. Samoa Joe versus. Brian Cage. He's finally getting TV time. Brian Cage. But. This is for the ROH. Television title. And boy howdy. Was it a match. It wasn't a good match. It wasn't a bad match. It was right in the middle. And. It ends the same way. Not that this the show ends the same way it has ended on Rampage for the past two to three weeks. With Samoa Joe winning, and then him getting jumped by these ROH guys. And then Wardlow comes to save them. And then what's happening here? Wardlow gets beat up by somebody else. And this somebody else this week happens to be Powerhouse Hobbs. Um and Hobbs wants the TNT title. And it's just like, is there really nothing? There has to be a better way to get Hobbs into this title. I don't know. Hobbs is hot. Alright, It can literally do any segment with him and he will be over. And, he, and that match will be a marquee match on full gear. Or, let's be honest, they're not going to put it on full gear. They're going to put it on the stupid pre-shot they have where no one's going to be interested in it because it's a pre-show. And that's how the match ends. That's pretty much Powerhouse Hobbs. Powerhouse Hobbs challenging Warlow for the TNT title. This was not a good Dynamite. Now, the reasons why wasn't it wasn't a good Dynamite. It was all over the place. It wasn't even... They had three... Three, four surprise comebacks and one of them was actually good. Cole Carter and Jeff Jarrett was mediocre. The fans didn't pop at all. Cole Cabana pissed me the hell off, so I'm not going to talk about that. Um, And then Shibata, which the fans are really into. It's Shibata, so. um, And then, no Ricky Starks. No MJF. No Miro. Um why? All these talents. He's those three great talents were not even on Dynamite. Ricky Starks hasn't been on Dynamite Dynamite in weeks. And he's over as hell. Um You he could be injured, we don't know, again. Uh but uh but they show just these bunch of these ROH guys that no one in the arena gives crap about Cole Cabana like get off my TV screen like you aren't a top wrestler you are a silly gimmick that got over over Twitter and you're just writing the elite to get a job at AEW Cole Carter I guess he has potential I never seen him in NXT I don't watch NXT I guess he has potential and Jeff Jarrett could be brought in as An on screen person for now, but mostly brought in for I don't know up something backstage, I don't really know. But yeah, this dynamite was just not good, it bothered me. There were some bright sides we got Jamie Hayden versus Tony Storm, uh, we got the House of Black vignette. Uh, what else, what else was there that was good? Uh, actually, nothing really. Uh. It's the Regal segment, Jamie Hader segment, the acclaimed segment, the Shabata segment. We're all good, but I think the the cons severely outweigh the pros. And I would really like to see this week's ratings. And I want to see the rate. I want to see if the ratings dropped if Colt Cabana came back. I want to see that. I won't be shocked if it starts off great, the ratings, because Darby Allen versus Fairly though, on paper, is an amazing match, but we will have to wait until those come out to actually see how Dynamite looked. Anyway, I'm Stefano Spazito. Thank you for watching, Oh, thank you for listening to my podcast. And uh, everyone, have a great day. Remember, what is the score?